Hello, hello, and welcome back to my podcast, The No Frills Raw and Real Recordings, where I share my philosophical musings and some of the tips and tricks that have helped me to get to the place that I want to be. Let's get into the topic of the day. And it's a topic that I've only recently spoken about, but like all emotions, they don't simply go away after we've experienced them once and dealt with them, so to speak. They come back and bite us on the bum and remind us that yes, we are merely human and no amount of money, nor busy schedules, nor anything else you can insert there can remove us from that simple fact. It's more of a case of having to learn by facing them directly, the tools to deal with them and how to deal with them at random unpredictable moments throughout our lives. So here we are, going right back to the topic of anxiety. Just yesterday, I was having a lovely chat with an old friend from uni. When I met her, I was definitely in the throes of my own personal angst. And I remember feeling like I was in slightly deeper waters than all the people I saw around me, who were having a great time being free in university, drinking too much, learning how to use washing machines and all that jazz. However, this friend, not having had such experiences as myself, she was still very patient and put up with a lot of my, well, what is it we do when we're anxious? Fussing about what doesn't exist, I suppose, is the most succinct way to put it. But anyway, she was there for me through all of these wobbly moments. Then we eventually finished uni and went off to London. And I noticed over time that there seemed to be a drift between us. It wasn't intentional, and I assumed it was just due to our lives now being a lot bigger and the real demands of adult life that, as a student you're not exposed to, come to play. However, I did wonder if she was okay and what this sudden silence on her part was all about. Moving forward a couple of years, it came to my realisation that she was suffering with her own bout of what I myself had only recently experienced. And now it's so nice that we can actually share a real honest conversation with each other without either of us hiding or feeling a need to perform as something that we don't feel like in that moment. So we had a really honest conversation about what is anxiety and what does anxiety look like to us as individuals. We talked about how presence is actually the enemy to anxiety and ways that we deal with anxiety. So my previous podcast about anxiety was about anxiety in relation to other people and our fear of judgment of others being a reflection or kind of justification for our anxiety. But today, I just want to talk about anxiety in relation to ourselves and our ability to be present within ourselves. And I'll talk about an idea that helps me personally with my own angst. And that is the idea that we are us in a human form to experience emotions, one of which is anxiety. And it is absolutely paramount to maintain enough self-awareness to remember that there is a difference between the two, who we are and what we experience. When dealing with depression or anxiety, it becomes very difficult to distinguish between the two. But in order to stay present, we need to do this. 
I think self-awareness is a key tool for coping with difficult emotions, a tool that we can practice every day and use in our inevitable wobbly moments. Mental health disorders are sometimes like a big heavy blanket which suffocate us and hide our true selves from the world. And I think with self-awareness, we are able to remember that even underneath this horribly suffocating, heavy blanket, we are still us and not it. In our conversation, I also found myself talking about how anxiety is like a drop in the ocean, not in terms of it being small because it actually feels as though it's everything when you're in it. If you imagine the ocean is, well, the ocean, it's one entity or one concept. Yet, there's a drop of water at the very deep sea, at a level that no human being has ever seen. It's in this dark, deep, unknown territory, but it is still connected to the drop that we see in our fantasies and in holiday brochures, sparkly turquoise lit by the sun and that beacon of beauty. So that dark drop that sits out of sight, undiscussed, unseen, is of the same overall entity as that much applauded sparkly droplet at the top of the ocean. And I think we are like that. Whilst we experience happiness or highs of life or success and joy, we also have that darkness and all that is in between. We have the lightness and we have the darkness simultaneously all the time, regardless of what external experience we are facing. Similarly, the ocean can sometimes feel scary or stormy or unknown or enticing and refreshing and beautiful. And just like our perception of the ocean can change, the same goes for us. Our perception of life changes, usually based on the emotions that we feel and which we choose to feed. I wouldn't wish the perils of angst on myself nor anyone, but isn't it a joy to know that we can all experience these things together? And no matter how alone you might feel, you are just part of the interconnected web of human and human emotion. I think remembering that you're not alone is key for coping with your angst, um, as anxiety has a very clever way of making you feel that you're alone and stranded and will stay that way, unable to cope with the things that you think most other people can deal with. So that is all I wanted to say. The importance of remembering presence and remembering the interconnectedness when you're really struggling with difficult emotions. We are all here to experience, so please just do that without judgment. Anyway, sending you love on this glorious Sunday morning in Tokyo, and I hope that this has added a little bit of sunshine to your day. Bye.